Oh, first things first, this is the Black Talk Radio exclusive interview with Erica Banks. I just want to say thank you so much for joining me, chatting with me today. And um, I just want to know, tell us, like, where are you from and what made you start getting into music? I'm from Dallas, Texas, for those of you who don't know. Um, when I was in middle school, I was into poetry. That's where it all started. I was always into writing poems, doing oratorical contests, stuff like that, so... When I um, I can't make it down. When I um, grew up, you know, I outgrew poetry and I just turned to music. So that's really how I started was from poetry. Okay, okay. I definitely think that's dope, and I feel like that's low key like a popular way people come into rap because it definitely is like a form of poetry and then just transitioning. So you said you're from Dallas. So what was it like growing up? In Dallas, and how would you say that influenced you know your style of music? Um, growing up in Dallas was fun, you know. Um, growing up an artist was you know an even more fun experience because I got to see what the music scene was like in my own city. You know what I'm saying? So just being able to blossom from that, you know, in itself was real fun. But yeah, just growing up in Dallas, I mean, it's not like Dallas is like. New York or somewhere, it's just a whole lot of stuff going on, but it is a very wide and, you know, music-built city, but mm-hmm. yeah, I love my city. <laughs> As you should. It's funny how you mentioned New York, because I'm from North Jersey, so it probably takes- Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm very close to New York. It probably takes me like 15 minutes to get into the city, so yeah. Um. So now I want to ask you- you recently dropped your latest project, your self-titled project, and, you know, the song that is basically, like, really popping. I want you to talk about you know, your latest project and that song specifically, and just the inspo behind your self-titled project. Um, so I just put out my project a few weeks ago, it's self-titled Erica Banks by Erica Banks, and I decided to make it about me because I feel like I put my all into it, I feel like I put myself into it. Not that I don't put myself in other projects, but this project, it was more of a grown-up version of me, you know what I'm saying? So right. I was able to just give them a little bit more than what I usually do. Um, my favorite song, that's pretty hard, I got a couple. Mm, Toot That will be one of my favorites, and Mary. I don't know if you checked out like every single song, but those are my two favorite options. Okay, okay. And you said that in this project, you felt like you put a little more into it and that you've grown as an artist. So I wanted right. to you said um, that you started with poetry, then you transitioned to music. What was that transition like for you? And at what age did you transition? Um... I wrote raps for a long time, but when I finally just said, okay, I'm done writing poetry and I'm about to rap, mm-hmm. I was probably like 15. Oh, like by 15, you were in high school, you know, like you don't really want to write poems. So yeah, when I was 15, I'm gonna say that's when I transitioned over to rap. <laughs> and you were like going to the studio and stuff? Oh, nah, I didn't go to the studio the first time until like 2018. Okay, 2018, that was your first time going to the studio. So now I want to know, what is it like being in the studio with you? Because I know, like, some artists, they got to have, like, liquor. They got to have the whole gang there. So what is, you know, the creative process like? Um, Really, I'm with whatever. You know, if it's just me and the engineer, that's cool. If it's me and 13 people, that's cool, you know. Um, And I really don't have a preference as far as, like, needing anything. 
Now, things to enhance the, the studio session are great, but I don't necessarily like need this or need that. Like, it's right. always you know just whatever with me. As long as I have the beat that I like, mm -hmm. everything is gonna be cool. So, okay. And you mentioned enhance. So, what are your some things that you believe in your studio sessions? You know, just the litmus of me, just my vibe. You know, if I'm drinking and you know taking shots and turning up, you know, I'm gonna have that vibe times 10 versus how I would if I just come in there and just kind of not do too much, you know what I'm saying? But I had those days and I have other days where I just come in and kind of just be clear and just go in and do it and come out. So it just depends on how I'm feeling. Okay, and I think that's fair. And I think also as artists, like, you know, going into the studio, even our music, you know, oftentimes reflects like the mood that the artist I think that was a dope point that you made up. Yeah. You are signed to 1501 label and management. So I want to know what was that transition like, you know, and how long have you been with that? Um, three months now. Okay. Yeah, it ain't been that long. Okay, three months. And um, what was that like? Like, what was the transition like? you know, from not being with a label or if you were with a, another label previously to not being with 1501? It was cool. It was smooth. It just kind of went from me doing my own thing to me now having a schedule, me now, you know, waking up doing things every day, me now having things to actually have to do, you know what I'm saying? So it was just a matter of discipline, really. Discipline is probably the, the biggest thing I've dealt with, um, you know, and nothing crazy just you know discipline in general like waking up on time being here on time getting okay. this done you know? so that's probably the biggest difference between my life then and my life now okay that's definitely good and it's definitely a blessing so i want to know like some of your musical inspirations like um, Nicki Minaj for sure. Nicki Minaj. Yes, love that. Love that. Nicki, listen, disclaimer, I really should be like a diehard bar. Okay. I was a bar. I had the banks. Yes. I had the banks. <laughs> In sixth grade, you can tell me nothing. Like I had the bangs, like I had the whole Barbie mixtape. Like yes. I had the pink lipstick. I was Nicki Minaj fan. Like, yeah. Yeah, she called me on Twitter. So Nikki, Missy, who else? Yeah, for sure. Nick, wait. Nikki and Missy Elliott, and I just have to say this. People always ask me, like, why do you pick Nicki Minaj? She's so typical. She's everybody's favorite. Nicki Minaj, to me, she opened the doors for all the female rappers that are rapping right now. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I always say that because... Yeah, like, she opened it up because before Nicki Minaj, it was nobody that was hot like that. There was a female that was rapping. Like, she brought it back. She made it cool again. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. People think otherwise. I just have to say that because people be tripping in the comments like, oh, she's just saying that so Nicki Minaj can like her. No, I'm saying it because I love Nicki Minaj. <laughs> And you so, know, yeah. I think that's dope. And like I always say that too. And, like, it depends on your age group because like I'm, like, I'm young. But it girls yeah. for like people that are like my age. And I definitely agree that, you know, she was doing it. She had that whole 10 year senior. Yeah. 
I definitely think those are some dope, like, people that inspire me. Sure. You mentioned how Nikki paved the way for so many like new, you know, female rappers that are currently in the game. So my next question for you is, what are your thoughts on, you know, how the female rappers and do you feel like, you know, society or the media tries to compare female rappers as opposed to like the male, their male counterparts? I feel like it's just something that's gonna go on forever because it's just how it is. Like, it's just like double standards. You know what I'm saying? Like, women can do certain things and men act like it's the worst thing in the world. But if a man do it, it's cool. Right. Just like that. You know, they compare women all day and it's like everybody got something to say. But you know, when two men are compared, like, it's not a big deal. People don't really talk about it. They don't really care. Um, but it's just one of those industry things that we just got to deal with. But I feel like as an artist, my way of dealing with it would just be to just keep doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? So, because if you don't feed into it, it ain't going to be too much of a big deal anyway, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, definitely. And that's important because the media and, like, even to make things that it's really not. So I think it's really important that you make you know now my next question is what's your favorite thing about your career? Um you know and your writing you mentioned how you're definitely more disciplined now and you know you're currently on the schedule. So what is your favorite thing about you being an artist? My favorite thing about being an artist, I get to wake up every day and not have to go to school. And I say that because before I was rapping, I was in college and I was getting up every day, 7.30 in the morning, like walking to class. And I didn't really want to do that. Wait, they ain't tell you to never take the 8 a.m.? Okay, this particular class I had to take because that was the only class for that subject. Like I had to go like. I trust that was the only 7 a.m. I had. All my other classes was 12, 3. Like, yeah. But me being able to wake up and just do what I really want to do. Like, I can wake up and say, I'm about to go to the studio. Or, mm, I'm not going to go to the studio today. Or, you know what I'm saying? I can wake up and just live versus getting up, going to school, doing homework, taking tests. Like, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, for me to be able to just live my life how I want to is probably my favorite thing. For sure. And I think that's important and dope. And also, so it's definitely, you know, good that you said, like, I realized school wasn't for me. Like, I wanted to rap, that's what I started with, and that's what I continue to do. So now, my next I have is called Quarantine Tuesday, because I started doing, like, virtual interviews due to like quarantine because I'm a radio host so normally I'm in studio. So my first question for you is what was your quarantine like at first and like were you still creating things of that nature? Like how did it have an effect on you? You said was I still dating? Were you still like creating? Oh <laughs> um yeah. I was still creating. I mean the only thing it really stopped was just shows because you know it's like they don't really want too many people. Um, but other than that, we've still been able to shoot videos. I've still been able to go to the studio. I've still been able to do pretty much everything except for shows or, like, anything involving groups of people. So it really ain't stopped much. I mean, the only difference between then and now is that now I have more content because I've had more time mm -hmm. to, you know, get content together. So, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I feel you. 
And now I want to know um, were you watching any shows? Like, were you watching that weren't like necessarily you said, was I watching Say With My Tongue? Were you, like, watching any shows or, like, reading any books during quarantine, like, on your downtime? So the time that you, like, weren't working. Oh, yeah. I mean, I watch, I'm more of a series person. I watch series on, like, Netflix and stuff in my free time. Okay. So, like, Greenleaf. I like Greenleaf. Okay. I like, um, you like that? My mom watches it, but I kind of want to get into it, but I just haven't got there yet. <laughs> Okay, see, my mama had to put me on it, too. That's where I got it from. But I've been watching Greenleaf. Okay, Greenleaf. Any other shows? Imposters. You should watch Imposters. Okay, okay. What's the, what is it, like, kind of about? Imposters. <laughs> like, it's about these people that dress up as other people, and they, like, go around to, like, rich people, families, and, like, take their money because they'll pretend to, like, be a house worker or something, but they'll be really taking okay. the money. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll, you know, look into that. So now I want to know, like, what was your favorite quarantine snack? My favorite quarantine snack? The little cinnamon rolls. You know, cinnamon rolls that come in a can that you got to put in the oven? Yeah. The blue kind. Uh, what brand is that? Uh, uh, I can't think of it, but, but you, with the, you know, the little white. Yeah. <laughs> Why we do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's definitely like, you know, that's that's a staple. That's a staple. I'm telling you. <laughs> so I want to know, um, what would you say would be like your greatest challenge, you know, as an artist? Um, dealing with social media. Mm. Like people try to make it seem like social media is just not a big deal or like that is, you know, that it don't make people go crazy. Like social media will make you go crazy, literally. And I feel like that's where a lot of artists start dealing with mental health. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of people on the internet who are just dry evil, like dry mean. You know, just, it's people on the internet that come on the internet every day just to troll or just to like talk negative about somebody like, and they don't even be following you, like, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, stuff like that, like, I had to get used to that, because at first, I was the type of person, I was going back with everybody, like, I would fight everybody, like, they had me messed up. But then, I remember, like, okay, I can't respond to every single person, and they gonna do this every single day. So, I just finally was like, okay, whatever, y'all got it, y'all can say what y'all want, like, I don't know y'all, I'm not gonna see y'all, so. Right, 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 yeah, I definitely think social media is, like, it's a lot, and especially when you're dealing with like negative comments and i also think like as an artist or like as a creative or like it's really important to step back and take a break say it again i'm sorry what's that um so like what have you been doing to like stay sane or like you know keep your mental health on straight because of like how toxic oh girl i'm real spiritual like i do the sage i do the palo santo i do i do spiritual like meditation like i do all of that anything spiritual or meditative that you think i'll be doing i'll be doing like yeah i just matter of fact palo santo is you know what palo santo is no it's like a little stick. It's similar to sage, but it's a little stick, and you burn it, and it got like a pine tree smell. You just like put it all over your body, all over the room, and it's supposed to like 
give you strength, positivity, remove negative vibes, you know, just positive stuff. I try to keep myself surrounded with positive things, people, thoughts, and vibes. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I definitely think that's, you know, important. I love how you said, like, positive people and, like, positive vibes. So since, like, being signed to 1501, how has, how has, like, have your relationships changed with, like, people that were in your life prior to that? versus now and like what are some ways that you try to stay grounded when it comes to relationships with people um relationships have definitely changed but some relationships were like dead before i even just really started getting hot um but i mean as far as maintaining them i think the best thing to do is just communicate with people you know because a lot of relationships i have fell off due to communication i'm not the best communicator i'm working on myself (laughs) But yeah, that's that's the best way. Just stay in touch, you know. Um, that's really it. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's important that you said, you know, you're not perfect. You know, you may not be the best communicator, but you still do. Right. So I got two more questions for you. Okay. If you could uh, collab with any artist, who would it be, and like why? It will be Future because I love Future Sound. I'm a big Future fan. Um, and I just feel like the world needs to hear Future and Eric Banks. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, we manifesting that. I'm sending you all my good energy. You gonna listen. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Get it through. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It'll be a really, 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 really dope feature for sure, for sure. And then my last question is, if you could leave, you know, your fans, the listeners, the viewers with, like, one thing to remember about Erica Banks, what would it be and why? One thing to remember about me is that I'm going to always make you feel good through my music. Um, a lot of people always tell me, like, this song made me feel like this or this song made me feel like that. And I'm like, good. Like, I want my music to make you feel a certain way or make you feel like, you know, you this person or that person. You know what I'm saying? So just know that no matter what, my music, Eric Banks, will always make people feel a certain way. Okay, thank you. I think that's dope. I think, you know, that's definitely what people want to hear when they listen to their Most definitely. You know, that feel good music especially during the time that we are currently in. So I just mm-hmm. want to thank you so much for chatting with me. This is super fun, super chill. Um, thank you for having me. You're welcome. This will be on my IGTV as well as Black Talk Radio's uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and our website. So everyone can check it out there. Thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you so much. It was fun.